This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. Established in April 2021, Upland Development United is the oldest and most exclusive and transparent node development collaborative in the Upland Metaverse. Contact more cheese of N68 for more information. Warning! This podcast is produced by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and contains unsolicited and heavily biased opinions which are solely the views of the individuals involved. It does not include investment advice of any kind and you are responsible for undertaking your own financial, including tax liability research relevant to your own individual circumstances. Thank you for listening to or watching the UDU podcast. This is year three, number 102, presented by Sick Face Me and <laughs> Trees and Dak and Joe and the agency and TB went 25 and all of those people. I don't know what I'm talking about. Today's Tuesday, the 23rd or Wednesday, the 24th of May, depending on where you're at. Cheese, save me. <laughs> ben, you sound so much better. I think you should keep this cold forever and just stay, you know, smooth jazz. CD Benno 1.5. Up your bum with a bottle of rum. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, what are we going to do? We're going to do the market cap. We got to do. Oh, well, this. Yeah. Sorry. I just threw it to you. Um, this week we'll catch up on the crypto and upland market news. As always, we'll run through some co host segments. We got um, some new stuff, a bit of information about a game kicking off. And then we'll touch on some of the latest upland topics, including Spark Week, uncollected earnings cap. And we'll also check in on neighborhood ratings and we're going to try and dive into some of the Upland app reviews. Spicy. spicy. Yes. <laughs> Apologies, um, Zoe. It's going to get spicy. <laughs> All right. Let's have a look at what's been happening in the markets. Not much. I had a look before. <clears throat> I got all really. Not much Bugger happening with Bitcoin. What's happening with the Bitcoins, Cheese? Nothing. Nothing. Look, Shiba's up. Woo-woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Tron's had a bit of a boost, up 9.7%, but that's fractions of a penny. So other than that's flat. Ripple, Ripple's up 8.1%. What's, what's Ripple's fancy cousin's name? Ripple A. Sorry, go on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. Okay. EWAS, or if you want to call it, it's down 3.6%. Solana's down 3.4%, but not a lot happening. Not a lot, yeah. It's right here, it's green there. Sorry, go ahead, Beth. It's all good. Upland stuff, she's... We've started to see a little bit of a movement based on, you know, the London, Birmingham, all of that sort of stuff. 2.4% on the 90-day transaction volume. And 5.1% on the trading volume. Not a lot, though. Unique active wallets flat. 
and total unminted properties has increased. We've had an extra 9,900 properties stay around that have come in and stay around since this time last week. So other than that, cities, take it away, Chase. Look at Dallas. Holy schmoly balls. <laughs> well, you got to tell the people. Some people are on Spotify. They can't see what you're freaking out All right. Out so last week, oh, well, it's up in Upex, 11.3%. And 14% in USD, I'm sure this has to do with the Kingdoms game. I have to look mm -hmm. into it more to see how much it's updated because at the moment, it's the learning. I, I usually like learning curves, but it's the learning curve on that one is a little bit too much for me. Um, yeah, we should be seeing uh, maybe some more in Queens going up soon because of something we'll be talking about later on of Lando and I. But, uh, yeah. And I can add that the stats on San Francisco, Manhattan, um, Santa Clara, the spread there between the UPX and USD price is a reflection of the battle that's raging for the USD outers, myself included. So we're buying up the UPX floors and we're battling the USD floors. So expect those spreads to get bigger and bigger. But then it gets to the point, it kind of gets to the point like Manhattan where it's, uh, it's not really worth doing that for a while and it cools off for a while. Or then we, or we find other targets like look at London. That's looking pretty juicy there. Buy for 25,000 UPEX and sell for, you know, $14. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's, that is pretty good. Yeah, so. It's kind of funny. I'm I'm battling the same names. We jump to different cities, and it's the same people you you battle on the floor with. So it's pretty cool. Mm. Anybody else have any city stuff, market stuff they want to talk about? No. All right, Chase. I'm going to bounce over there, and you can take it away. Take it away. Oh my God. So I'll just go over a few things that we'll be discussing later. Um. <clears throat> Uncollected earning caps for owned properties in Upland. Now, just to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of it before I move on, they did really well with the uh, executive and chief executive, but not as good with the like the Uplander Pro and director. Hopefully they'll update that. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, we have Spark Week is here. Woo, woo, woo. Um, we have neighborhood ratings bring new node collections earning boost. Did they? Did they? I invited um, BC for fun in here. I don't know. Did they give them the collection yet over in Playa? I haven't seen anything. Kind of shaking his head furiously. So no. That sucks. Yeah. When are they going to do that? Um, <laughs> and then uh, we'll we'll be discussing this stuff later. We have a Blando here, which is awesome. He always has, you know, great conversation adders and whatnot. Um, but Ben, you want to go into some of them Google reviews and Apple reviews? I oh, will do that right at the very end. I think. Um, oh, why don't we? Why don't we just um, give it straight to Blando to get us up to speed with what he's got going on. Awesome. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. I have been away for a little while, but I am here now. Always good to see my red robes chanting, getting things done, paying homage to the cult leader. You know how it goes. Um, I 
there's there's so much going on in Upland and, and a couple things I want to uh, address really quickly. And then we'll talk about Uplandia. Uh, first and foremost, the Genesis week that is full swing right now. I think we're under 14, like 14 days or something like that till the event happens. And I think that they have really learned from last year. It's going to be an amazing time this year. You've got uplanders that are going to be promoting their projects. They've got banners, they've got tables, there's panels. It is really quite something. So I'm very eager to see how that all turns out. And uh, I'm, I'm, I love to hear all the little tidbits and secrets of things that are going on and what people are doing. So I think there's going to be some really cool stuff uh, at Genesis week. The hackathon is back on and it's multiple places for that hackathon. So that's going to be cool. Uh, one of the, entries that is in the hackathon right now is something that's been brought to Upland as a third-party app. It is official in the game of Upland in the app itself. You can go and click the three dots, go to settings, and you'll see there that you can add codes. And that's how you actually connect with these third-party applications that are layer two. You can consider that. I'm not sure what I would call this project, but Uplandia is, is what has been launched and its tagline is tales of another world. It's a text-based fantasy role-playing game and it's played directly in discord. It, um, it uses Upland assets as part of the game. It not only uses in the first neighborhood that this has been brought in or to the game is in Queens in the neighborhood, fresh meadows. So if you have properties there, you're already kind of a little bit of a head because you'll be able to utilize those properties in the game to be able to give you um, lands that you can plant vegetables and a house that you can store your items as you go out and uh, acquire different assets in the game. Uh, and that's really cool. It, it brings the first, in my opinion, it's a multi part utility. So lands, and then you can also utilize Upics in the game of Uplandia. You can buy and sell goods in the trading post that you acquire on tasks, quests, adventures. And it's, I think that it's probably one of, and it's a, it's one of those games. Again, it's played in discord, the links in the chat, but you get the feeling of, uh, a word-based text with just really stylized images. Uh, it's it's very fast-paced and it's easy to pick up. I heard Cheese had said earlier some of the experiences that she's had with the third party is that it, it, the learning curve is a little too much. What I love about this is the game in and of itself. There really, really isn't a guide. So the trainer that you go through at the front part of the of the game, it kind of gingerly walks you through it. And then we've got hundreds of people from the Upland community that are in putting this to task and, and really drilling through this beta that we've released. People have been really good about it. And I think it's been incredibly successful. Um, you know, others can share their experiences here if they like. Um, and there's going to be a lot more to come. Noise to meet you. If you don't know that name, Yaada, he is one of the OGs in the game along the timelines of when Ben had started some of the first players in the game of Upland. And at first, we really he had a, a lot of interactivity and then he dropped off because he was developing Uplandia. So that is your developer. Um, I am working with uh, Noyce to bring this to Upland and the hackathon. 
and we really have high hopes for it. Um, it's a fun game to play, and um, that's where it's at. So if there's any questions, I'll take it, uh, or if there's something else that you guys want to know. Yeah? No? Uh, I just want to say a few things. I was in there last night um, and a night before, and it's really it's really very active. Um, there, The voice chat is active. You'll see myself, a Blendo human, uh, see Prado, a few others in the chat, uh, voice chat, and you could come in and ask questions. And th there's so many different uh, chat channels where people will help you. I needed uh, I needed two ooze and I got a cheaper price than you have, Lando, <laughs> from human. And I just put in a marketplace, you know, I need two ooze and somebody responded to me right away. And we made a deal right then and there and he put it in and we were able to make that interaction. And it's it's very awesome to me because it just adds everything in there. It's not only the fun gameplay, it's also the community interaction thing which which is is very needed right now because com uh, community is the best thing in upland you know that's what keeps everybody there um i, I mean i know Upland's going to be coming out with some awesome things and whatnot but when stuff like this comes out and like dax said before we started recording it's it's the best use of upics anyone's really thought of to 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 date at the moment so it's that's Sorry, geez, I'm sorry to cut you oh, off. Oh no, I was gonna say no. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it's so it's you're you're nailing it. You know, it is a it, it, the players of the game. Information is key, and so you learn things, and you can put that information on in sale in the different trading posts, and then you learn as you go. You feel like you're grinding, but it always, you know, the juice is worth the squeeze on this one, and I think that's why it really spoke to me and why I wanted to be involved. The other thing I was going to say, if you have a node right now, Fresh Meadows was a node, actually not really a node. It had a lot. It's still got a lot of mintable, mintable properties over there in the, in that neighborhood in Queens. But I, I do want to announce officially Portage Park in Chicago is now a town in Uplandia. So Portage Park is the first add on node or neighborhood. And now you can join with the specific neighborhood or node that you're in. That will come to to be a big part of this when you use the portal to go to different neighborhoods and can have different structures. So the economy of scale is unbelievable and it's going to spread throughout the entirety of Upland. If you have a node and you want to bring it in and represent your parcel, your neighborhood, your node in the game of Uplandia, you can sure do that. There's going to be a lot of interactivity we we have hordes that that will come and attack your town and the townsfolk need to get together and and uh protect their villagers and the town. So a lot of fun stuff and I'm I'm very excited about it. Hop over to the Discord. Like I said, it's in the in the chat and we'll go from there. Thank you, Blando. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I just gotta say, does anyone else see Creedmore being the haunted forest? Hey, you know, that's yes. a good point. And that's the other thing. We're working to craft with node owners, Dak, uh, or those who are running it to theme their part of, you know, their their village, their town in Uplandia. So you could have specific things that can be mined or that can be acquired, different creatures that you can only get by visiting that township. 
that encourages spending gold and UPEX in those areas. And right now there's a hundred thousand UPEX up for grabs for those who dare go to the forest and enter the gate and defeat the critter that's in there, the beast. So it's, it's, it's very cool and it's a lot of fun, but yes, Dak, that's a good point. Yes. I checked before and there's still dozens upon dozens of unminted properties in the fresh meadows queen. So get on over and check that out. Look to be about 12,000 ish, something like that. And they're yeah. still very, very inexpensive second market. I didn't feel like taking a plane and going over to New York. So I got some second market for 10 K and 15, like uh, between 10 and 15 K um, they're 25 UPEX and high, uh, UP2 and higher. So that way, like if you need to in the future, fit a house on it, like just speculation. Good stuff. Thanks for having me in guys. It's, uh, really good to be back and it's good to see everybody here. Oh, one last thing. I do want to point this out. And again, this is something I wanted to address for the entire community and I'm not picking on happy MF or I actually want to, I appreciate, um, his banter and going back on Twitter. And one of the things that had been that, that had kind of come up uh, I'm in the game as KCBC, not a Blando, but um, properties that I had sold for way under the mint. Um, I think it was 10 to 12 properties in Los Angeles. And I just wanted to be very transparent about that because I, I do have an, you know, overly wordy and Gabby as everybody knows, and specifically in Upland and, and the part that in the role that I play as a moderator there, that was in no way, shape or form a something that I will do on a regular basis. Everyone knows there's a time when you need liquidity to do certain things. Um, there's no excuse for selling it. No one wants to have properties that go that far under mint, but I hear you. And uh, it's not something that I will repeat over and over and over. I'm refining my gameplay as many are. And as much as this is a property game, it's got a, it's pivoted to a lot of different things. So just pointing that out there and throwing that out there, uh, I am strong with the community and want that to be uh, a solid floor for everybody. So thank you. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, if if you want to get liquidity out, that's the game you got to play. There's just no way around it. So yeah, not a multi-counting, not not like the some of the contests right now are just riddled with the multis and and just. 10 people going on at a group, one person getting KYC and funneling money out of there. That's not the, that's not the way to be. That's not the way to do it. Um, so yeah, we no, always come back. Well, Blando, like, uh, I, I'm sorry, man. I wasn't like trying to call you out specifically on no. it. I think my, more of my point to it was just that it was, it's sad that that's where the liquidity is. That if you want to get money out of the game, you've got to sell at 35%, like yeah. to get your money right now. Like, that's a good that's, point that's it's sad man like that's what i was upset about you know and and it also just goes to show that it's like and, and i'm not saying you specifically but if you're making a lot of upx on a monthly basis like what does it matter almost you know you can sell at that 35 percent, and it's really not hurt your account right you know and you, to get you know to, what i mean like i do I, I, mean, I could do it i i make enough to where i could do it you know but it, you know, so it just it just sucks, man, because I mean, people see that and, and then they it just makes you your heart break. Like, oh, my God, like if I wanted to pull anything out of the game right now, I've got to take a 65 percent, 70 percent loss after taxes. Right. Like that's just I, I don't know any how you're going to get new players into the game 
when that's like, I put a hundred bucks in today and tomorrow, if I wanted to get it out, I could get $30. Like it just, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at. You know, it, well, it's my biggest concern with you guys game, make that say, the rule hey. though. That, that concern is real, but like, can you see, like basically for new players, what they see is that happening and then they think, okay, so what I have to do is make it to that level. So I can just use my epics and do the same thing. And it becomes a trend and you're basically setting a precedent. And that's what I find wrong with it. Yeah, it's a, it's good points from both of you. And one of the things that I spend a lot of my time doing is reporting a lot of accounts that are funneling. And again, we're gonna, I'm going to shine a light on here on what's going on. I don't mean to make a negative, but a lot of the tactics are to come in and get about 50 players. They do, you know, 10 multi-accounts a piece, and then they all funnel, they, you know, they buy up and trade properties back and forth. They win contests and do all these things and treasure hunt for Spark. And then they either sell the Epics or sell the Spark on the black market. They sell the accounts or they, they look, you know, they liquidate for the lowest price possible and set the floor. So it's also a tactic that I'm going to reveal so people understand why sometimes I do this because I'm also looking at all the bots that are buying some of my properties that are under floor. And then I identify who that person is. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to, normally I would keep it quiet, but I'm just going to address this. And then we can find out who those groups are and we figure out who's a part of those groups. And before you know it, there's a hundred people and we turn those people in. So it's not always just about getting easy money out. Sometimes it's honeypotting. You're never supposed to talk about honeypotting and baiting, but to give you an idea, there is a lot going on behind the scenes of what we try to do to mitigate multi-counters and grifters that have come into our community and try and take advantage of it. So not that that's always the case, but there are times when we do that, just to say. Yeah, it's all good, Thanks, food, for, good food for thought, I think. All right, we might hand it over to TB if you're there, mate. I certainly am. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, all good. Excellent. Uh, it's been a fairly quiet week in the Legits world in terms of uh, any big announcements or anything like that. But there have been some interesting movement, certainly in the, uh, the, the football soccer world. Um, there's been a lot of trades going through for FIFA stuff this week, not just through my, through my store, but uh, across the board. I'm not really sure what's causing that, whether people are maybe expecting something to be announced during the... Um, uh, during the weeks ahead that will have an impact on, on collectability of those things or something like that. But um, I've had a bunch of people buying up Spotlight Legits in particular from me this week. So I'll be really interested to see whether that is a, a sign of something to come or whether people are just taking a unusually high interest in them for, for reasons that I can't tell. Um, but that's at least some good news because it, it means that there's a, a market there, which is nice. Moose either um, in chat has mentioned that it's probably got something to do with the hackathon. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my guess, and um, that's that's what I'd like it to be as, as someone who has both a store and a lot of FIFA legits, because um, I've not been selling mine. So, whilst a lot of other people have been selling them real cheap through my store, I've not, personally not been getting rid of mine. Um, I keep getting people asking after a couple of the rare ones I've got, like uh, a couple of the 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 low mint uh, ones that were incorrect and needed exchanging, and uh, people want them to complete their collections of weird and wonderful ones that got messed up. Um, so I'm wondering if there'll be a little little side market for those as well at some point. Um, but at least uh, there's there's something to be to be interested in there. I'll be following that one closely over the next couple of weeks. 
uh, especially now that it looks like I will be able to attend Vegas in person, at least for the first day. So uh, that's, nice. that's going to be fun. Um, and then, yeah, um, not really much going on in the NFLPA side of things or other soccer stuff. Uh, still waiting to hear more about the partnership with Aston Villa and what that might be bringing to the metaverse. Um, especially now that uh, Birmingham's minted out around where the uh, the stadium is there. So that, that'll be an interesting one to follow as well. Um, the other ones that have been shifting quite a lot of is outdoor decor. Like There seems to have been more movement on that market recently. I suspect that's just because there are more stores now coming available. Um, but that's that's going to be interesting to follow. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm suffering as well. Um, but it's hard to uh, hard to see exactly what the market is and yeah, really put value on those things. Uh, I've not seen much movement in the um, in the, the property decoration side of things. Um, I don't know, you know, really what the what the game is there until we find out a bit more about what value they have in neighbourhood ratings and that kind of thing. Um, but again, hopefully more to come on that uh, during Genesis week. Uh, and then in the MV Motors world, um, I've shifted a bunch of cars this week, um, sort of mid-range ones, all in uh, all in Upex because that's what I tend to trade in. But uh, I haven't really got any good reason for that. I can't, I'm not aware of any big up-and-coming things, um, unless Dak has something to, to add into that one. But I'm guessing uh, people are just sort of hedging a little bit with Genesis Week coming up that they might have their hands on something that could jump up in value. I think that's about all I've got from the JIT, the JITS world this week. Uh, are there any questions? So, mate, just appreciate you always jumping in, even though you're out and about all over the place. Well, I will probably have a lot more time on my hands soon while I'm uh, away for the next six months. So hopefully I'll be able to actually get on the video a bit more. Nice. And don't forget, if you are in Vegas, to track down the cheese and get yourself some swag. Absolutely. All right, thanks, buddy. Um, Dak, are you there and good to go, mate? I am here. All right, take it away, buddy. Hello, everyone. And uh, in terms of racing and what's going on, uh, last week was a bit of a quiet week, um, but we do have racing in URL this week on Friday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6.30 p.m. UTC. And it will be taking place in on the New York City uh, racetrack. We have a very close league um, ra uh, racing season going on with Sergeant Loco leading the pack, followed closely, well, actually tied for first with Sergeant Loco's Risey uh, from MB, um, MMV Motorsports. And... In third place, just two points behind, is Mass Chef from Castle Elite Racing. So it is kind of a very tight race with only two races left. Uh, this Friday's race is brought to you by Samurai Aquatics, who is the sponsor for uh, this week's race. So support your, your fellow MBE team and come out and watch the race. The yes. final race will be live June 9th from Vegas as we do it at Genesis week. And we'll see what kind of surprises we can have for everyone who's participating and, and there. The other thing talking about racing, I got confirmation today that um, one, a lot of people know I was gonna do a panel 
And my original panel was going to be more of a community-based panel with having some key community uh, players talking about how racing, the racing economics kind of plays into what they're doing, whether it's layer two, whether it's community building um, and so forth. And that got switched. And the reason is Upland uh, came back and said, would I be interested in doing kind of a Q&A session with Idan, Jeremy, and a special VIP guest? Mm. And I can't talk about that person at this point, but uh, talking to, the, to my fellow players that were going to be on the panel, they all said, can't pass that up, definitely have to take it. And then I got confirmation today that uh, we are a go for that panel. So I'm excited to um, hear, you know, and, and the fact that Upland is interested in doing a full-on Q&A panel on racing in Upland, I think it says a lot. Obviously, uh, Stock Car Pro coming into um, Upland is a big um, kind of push. The fact that there's not just like, it's not just a partnership in name like the for example the nflpa there, there's actually going to be some functionality to the stock car pro kind of engagement whether it's just the idea that there's going to be uh cars or bes or some kind of engagement in terms of like an experience uh with uh racing and and, and that i think it's going to be awesome to kind of talk about that so Obviously, there'll be a little bit of conversation around that and then what the future of, of racing is and obviously a lot of other questions about what the community has been waiting on uh, for racing from the simple lane shifts that Jeremy talked about in the previous Q&A to more engaged um, driving experiences in the future. So it should be a fun panel. I'm looking forward to learning myself a lot. Um, a lot of times uh, I don't know the answers to the questions I'm going to be asking. I just kind of sometimes let them know some of the questions. I do kind of reach out to the community in URL and, and see if people have some questions uh, that they want to have asked. And, you know, kind of this way I can bring some of the questions from the URL community to, to the team. So if you have ideas for questions or something like that, drop by the URL and post your questions that you would be interested in. Sounds fun. Um, and then I guess the other big, oh, wait, no, you do a wins at the end. I'm going to save that for the wins. Yeah, we kind of give up on that a bit. So if you've got something, go for it. Oh, I got a win. So some folks are starting to know, you know, finding out that uh, Mashef and I are part of DM Gaming. And DM Gaming completed the first L4 factory in Upland this week. And so it is a big mamma jamma. <laughs> nice all right so we're um, looking forward to putting that big that big uh factory to work yeah do you know what the max spark is on those it's got to be a hundred or something surely you know i actually haven't played around with it so yeah. <laughs> i don't have anything to produce yet yeah, we're saving cool. that tidbit for later nice and have you had any indication of when the first player submitted Speedway MetaVentures are going to come through? Any vibes on that? No, I know that some people have gotten emails about like maybe uh, little uh, er corrections or something like that. You know how they do with the MetaVentures where they'll kind of do a review period and uh, like a curing period. Yep. I really do believe that around Genesis, we will start 
have any insider information on that or anything like that. But I feel that the timing of when they talked about tracks being released and everything just happened to line up so nicely with Genesis Week. Then you have this whole thing with Stock Car Pro. I, I just I just see kind of it coming together in Genesis Week. So we got to watch this space, basically. Yeah, I, I mean, I could be completely wrong, and it could still be soon. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you very much for that, as always. All right, where are we at? Um, we don't have Rob or Joe in. Uh, they got a lot going on in real life, so we wish those two fellas the best, and we hope to see them back as soon as possible. I forget what we set up, Cheese. Was there any was there any NFT thing you wanted to cover? Uh no, I had mentioned before about the Ablandia thing, but we did that already. Yes, thank you for that. I was just bitching a moment about Tales of the Crypto. I can't get me rads. All right. We're gonna touch on a few of the things we mentioned at the front end of the show. Uh we do know that we have another Spark Week coming up. Who's excited to treasure hunt more spark to buy more spark? Jack, you must be chasing Spark. You got a, what do you call it? A, what did you call it? A mumba jumba or something? Jumbo wumba factory. A mama jammer. Mama jammer. I called it the Giga Chad factory. Yeah. Jammer mama. Yep. 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 So this is kicking off pretty soon. I don't know. Does anybody still do this? Does Bokio and all them guys, do they still go mental chasing Spark? I don't know. I'm not going to buy any. I'm I'm still accumulating, but I'm not going to buy any Spark until my um, factory is approved. Yeah. For my Pixel Palace. Yeah, I'm on a stupid number, like 29 point something. I'd like to round it off to 30, but I think I'll just be patient with the daily logins. Yeah. Don't know. No. Blank stairs. Nobody gives a crap about Spark anymore. We've all moved on. It's it's incredibly hard to hunt down throughout Spark Week now with all the changes to hunting. And if you can't afford it, you're immediately ruled out. Like they, yeah. So I think a lot of the um, urgency to get Spark has has minimised quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That, as we said, that might all change once people start getting some more um, manufacturing metaventures that might flip the switch. Or what we always like to say, we'd love to see third-party staking. That would change things a bit too. So wait and see. Right. Well, not much going on there. Nobody seems really excited about Spark Week. So let's dive into the uncollected earnings cap. Now, Cheese did mentioned at the start of the show that they've kind of got parts of this right and potentially parts of this very wrong. Um, yeah, I looked at the numbers, Chief. This seems crazy. Yeah, the last two are, are decent. Like I'm making about 20000 as an executive per day. Yep. And um, that more than likely has visitor fees in there. So I have a nice week to relax before I can I have to worry about it you know reaching the cap whereas a director and pro 
like they have like I don't know what the stats are on that, but I I I believe uh last night some Lily did something on the director and she makes about nine thousand like yep. in a week or something. So this wouldn't last her a week or a few days. Yeah, it's hard because that that jump from director to executive, that's one of the hardest ones to get through because you're going from 1 million net worth to 10 million. That's a significant jump. So if, yeah. if you're a director that's got 1.1 million net worth, that's very different to a director who's like 9.5 million. So and, and like what Dax said, I collect two to three times a day. Yeah, I do as well, but we can't assume that everyone is the same, especially people with, you know, um, really hardcore full-time jobs where they can't look at their phone and then they have to pick up kids after work. I mean, look at you, Ben, you, you, you have a job where you can't really go to your phone that much. And then you, you have three kids and this, yeah. this, and that. So yeah, if I touch my phone, I'll be fired. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I guess, well, I, I check everything at least once in the morning and once in the evening. So it's not really going to impact on me. But yeah, that's, it just seems crazy. And even a pro 400 UPEX seems. Very oh, and look at what Caesar said. Those who are over their level, but not leveling up, waiting for Spark Week. Yeah. That's going to be a big kick in the face to them. Yeah, true. Like if they're sitting there waiting, you know, good what could be three that. weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Pros and cons, I guess. Yeah. But they said they're going to play with the numbers. So hopefully they'll take all the feedback on board and go from there. I think overall, it's a good thing. Um, we want to keep the player base active. So I was just going to ask, do you think it's a, it's a way of either keeping players active or getting new players to, to be consistent and active on a daily basis? Because, like, you are going to have to pop in several times a day, especially for those lower levels, to make sure that you're not losing up eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, sorry, Chase. Mine is BS. Go ahead, you. <laughs> I was just going to say there was a couple of trains of thought for that. One train of thought was the only reason they're doing this is because they don't want to pay out up eggs. I don't, personally, I don't think that's the case. I think it's just they want to actively somehow promote people to be more active like we've got this daily spark login i mean even if you're a casual player well even more so if you're a casual player you should be logging in once a day to collect that you know that spark tick so i don't know what else we what else have we got in chats jack i think this protects fsa what do you mean by that mate So if you think about the group that has the um, hardest time in terms of like leveling and maintaining status, I think that you can still, you can go above 10 million and not level up. So you don't need to hold the upix in, in the, um, you know, kind of like not collect because you're worried about leveling because you don't need to level once you actually are over 10 million, right? That's right. Yeah. You I, just don't push the button. Exactly. And, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people do that. They, you know, they'll, they'll get the money and they'll keep and they'll just hold not, you know, doing the celebration until spark week, which I think everyone does. It's the smart thing to do right now. Mm. But I think what it really impacts is FSAs. 
especially those that are trying to be professional FSAs. And so if, you know, cause it's only a hundred thousand and the level cap, uh, the collecting amount is so small between um, the, the rector and the uplander or whatever it is. Right. Yep. And so those folks that want to keep their FSA status and not go above a hundred thousand um, so that they can continue to mint FSA properties. That is, is where I think it's going to prove to be very challenging. And I know Upland has been doing a lot of work to try to minimize the whole FSA kind of abuse. Yeah. I just wish they'd get rid of the whole bloody thing. Go back to the wall. I think, it helps. I, I think it helps the new players, especially in, in the crazy economies when people get dropped into cities, they really shouldn't be in and so forth. So I, I don't have a problem with FSA. Um, and I actually thought that the idea of using FSAs as a professional kind of service was a great one. Um, now that uh, Upland is trying to change it, that's fine. And, and, and I think that the collection continues to be a thing of that. Now, the other side of it is if you have uncollected do, you know, fees, it kind of, I don't know if Upland cares about this, but in real world, that would be bad debt on the books. And corporations don't normally like to show a lot of bad debt. Yep. But they haven't paid out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So so I don't know what the rationale is for it, but uh, there's definitely some good reasons for it. Cheese, can you just cover what Mercedes put in chat, please? <clears throat> um, he just said that the best part is to stop giving UP UPX for players that are not active anymore or the jailed ones. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to follow on from that? I think that's a good point. Yes. Because they're taking from the community pool and it's not going back in. Yeah. And a lot of those people are the ones that are using the free UPX to drop floors and that. Well, just to let you guys know, I actually came up with this idea before it even was implemented by Upland. And that was my whole talking point about it. Like Upic is being wasted on those who don't play anymore, getting getting the um the Upics that's going nowhere. So I'm for one happy that they did this. I do hope that they they improve the uh amounts for the three earlier ones though. Yeah, you've been banging that drum for quite a while. Absolutely. Yes. So it's good to see that they do take notes, even though it takes a while to filter through. Yeah. So at the end of the day, just stay active. <laughs> Put your leotards on and collect your picks. Do some stretches, etc. All right, we'll move on. We got a couple more things. Um, we thought we'd just have a look at the neighborhood rating leaderboard. Now, Chi said that um, Playtale Race still hasn't got theirs yet. What's well, going to be the end of the month pretty soon here, people? Come on up, land. Yeah, Let's who's next together. to receive it? I'll just bring that up now. It looks like Chelsea's running away with it, although Howard Beach isn't that far behind. Oh, oh wow. So we've got Chelsea on 13.458 and Howard Beach right behind on 13.389. Can you check number 21? I think I can, I went from 26 to 21. Ah, uh, is that Bronx Dale? 
no, down to 23. Ah, oh, 23 again. All right. Yeah, I mean, we still don't have any indication of how these figures are calculated, really. I mean. Yeah, it's very weird. Midtown Terrace has not hardly moved at all. We've jumped up and down a little bit, but we've had swags of decor being moved out because I know um, we filled up cheese. If you didn't know, cheese now has a samurai aquatics uh, showroom in Bronx, in the Bronx, in the Bronx style. So mm-hmm. a crap ton of um, decor got moved from Midtown Terrace to there. Also, Finsky got a crap ton of decor as well for UDU giveaways for the rest of this year. So the the stock that was on Midtown Terrace it will, that was being held in Midtown Terrace of outdoor decor probably got cut by two-thirds, and that just hasn't reflected at all in the stats. So that's very unusual. So if, if that doesn't reflect it, I don't know what does. They said that outdoor decor was going to boost the scores, but I don't know. What is it? Point zero zero one of a percent or something. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's supposed to be a total spark colors, uh, as well as the the buildings and properties owned, and yeah. how many people have declared their address there. So all of those factors combined are supposed to contribute to your rating. Yes. So we'll have to see. Maybe Howard Beach will do a last minute push. I know they have have a crap ton of meta ventures in their in their nodes. So. That would be helping boosting them, where I think Chelsea has more of a push for the um, the people who live there as their official residents. So have to wait and see. Uh, anybody got any insights or opinions on this? That's interesting, I think, because that means outdoor decor doesn't really do anything. And I think it was stated in the in the original post that outdoor decor would at the point. Yeah, don't quote me on it, but it doesn't appear so. Like like I said, I moved. How many items did you get, Cheese? Over 100, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's significant, you know? Yeah, that's and what I mean. The, like, the number doesn't move. That's, and that's... I moved the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did move in Bronx? You did move? No, but yeah, the She went way. down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went down. <laughs> yeah, but it's between... a mystery, man. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Between Cheese and Finsky, they probably took shit, maybe 300 outdoor decor items, and that included the ones that have a lot of spark hours to make. So I don't know. As as I keep saying, I wish they'd just give us clarity of, you know, what this all means. It should be if you have a, an official resident, this boosts your score by X amount. You know, we should have these details. We want to play right, the game. Yeah. Give us the rules and the information so that we can play the game. Yeah. Yeah, and it's unfortunate to see neighborhoods trying and not being able to move you know it sucks and pre-established neighborhoods like yours like uh midtown terrace i mean it's it's sad kind of you know it's really frustrating i bet and um with the player del rey too we haven't got the collection but what i'm we're trying to do with player del rey and friends is to make it a hub um so people can come and empower them to try to figure it out, you know, crack the code or algorithm. And we hooked up from Rodrigo from Quellwood that makes the the yeah, charts the and stuff. So we post them in the new Puerto Del Rey and Friends, and it's pretty cool, man. So we invite anybody to stop by and help us try to crack the algorithm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, as, as I said um, previously, we've done nothing in Mid-10 Terrace to even attempt to boost the score. We've just been running it as is. Um, 
but yeah, the only kind of thing I have played with, as I said, is moving the decor in and out of there. So, and I, I know Citri, Citri, I talk to a lot. They, you know, we message and stuff, and they're really they're trying, you know, and I wonder, uh, they can't quite get it. Yeah, I wonder if um structure ornaments because we've been told that that was going to boost it as well, but I haven't attempted to move any structure ornaments to Midtown Terrace because just because such a pain in the ass to do all of the crates like this year for Genesis week. I don't think I'm even going to bother decorating it because it's just a freaking pain in the ass. Uh, what's, yeah, Jazzy, what's Jazzy said here? Maybe because the decor is moved to only one property, then that property got the points for decor, but maybe the decor needs to be spread out to different properties. But if you, if you had a look at Midtown Terrace, um, when I had that uh, storage, I had 80 properties there that were chock full, something like that. So, as soon as I said, who knows? Certainly not Ooh. us. Who knows? But I'm the owner of all the props. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's maybe it maxes out something like that. Don't know. If you if you do crack the code, be nice and share. <laughs> Definitely, but uh, like I said, I would share. And it was just build, 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 you know, and it was spark, spark, spark. But Chelsea could take those big height, those big jumps. I don't know. It's yes. a pretty wild game. But thank you. No worries, mate. Always appreciate you jumping in. Um, before we dive in to have a bit of a laugh and a cry at some of the app reviews, I just want to mention that we don't have a quips for this week. Now, there is a link in the description to this form. All you got to do is click it and then drop something in here. It could be a question, an insight, a provocation, a statement. That's all you got to do. And when you do that, if you put your Upland in-game name, well, you're going to win yourself a prize, probably some piece of outdoor decor, Halloween sign or something like that. And that's the only way you can get those things, via prizes and giveaways. So pretty easy to do. There have been a few people that have submitted ones that just like um, testing, testing, go flog yourself. Yeah, that, that's all fun and games. You've got something? Stick it in there. Don't tell me you can't win a prize because all you got to do is take 10 seconds out of your day. And you can Quote of the day. Quote of the day. Do you, if you have something, stick it in there from Ben68. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> not financial advice from the dickhead from down under. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With how dry my voice is at the moment, probably not a good idea. Well, there goes Rob. There goes Rob. What? 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 Are Rob. Rob. We got Rob. Rob is here. Hey, Rob. You do you have anything? I know. I know you're going through a little bit of stuff. So if you don't, you just here to watch. That's fine. But if you want to drop it like it's hot, let us know. Mini, I wouldn't mini drop. drop it like it's hot. So, excuse me. I wouldn't mind dropping it like it's hot, though. Nice. I have... VC for fun is going to twerk while you say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, may I get started? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 31 of... Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, today we have a Funko drop, and it's a pretty good one. They dropped DC's The Dark Knight Trilogy packs, um, so there's some goodies in there. 
And the redeemables for this set are the Grail being Harvey Dent, our Two-Face, right, I believe. Um, only $9.99 available on those. The Legendaries all have $1,900 available. And those characters are Bane, Bruce Wayne, Scarecrow, and Selina Kyle. And I don't know who that is. So does anyone know who Selina Kyle is? Catwoman. Thank you. I like hey, my comic books. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I should I should know, but and the royalty drop is Freddie Funko as Lieutenant James Gordon, and there's twenty four hundred of those puppies, and those just released today at eleven a.m. PT, so it's happened. But as always on the secondary market, um, I really like the Joker. Um, and speaking of the Joker, my team's going to the championship, and the nickname of our star is the Joker. I just thought I'd mention that. So on Thursday, we have a few drops to mention. First is Pixie Gone as they release their Pixel comic. And that looks pretty cool, I gotta say. And that releases at 20 UTC or 12 PST. And the link is in the description. Um, and they do have some behind-the-scenes images on their Twitter account. So you can see kind of how they put it together, which I thought was kind of neat. Um, next is a collab between Binks and Consumer Break. And that is the same time, 20 UTC or 12 PST. This is also on Thursday. And Consumer Break is that fast-paced jigsaw puzzle game um, that you can win NFTs, cash, our products. And they are collaborating with Binks. And Binks is a project used for connecting streamers, viewers, and collectors through social video streaming. So that was a new one I didn't know much about. And the last drop I'll mention is another mystery drop from Tales of the Crypto, and that's on Sunday, 20 UTC, 12 PST. And I don't know if you saw their uh, King Charlie, but that was pretty wild. Um, I thought to myself, what a time to be alive when I saw that. Anyway, so that will do it for <laughs> this edition of... Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. I love yeah. it, Zoe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everybody. It's a community, you know, thing at this point. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Rob. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yeah. yeah, sorry to be late. No worries, mate. Thank you for jumping in. All right, one last thing to touch on. I said we're going to look at some app reviews. Now, I had a quick sneaky peek at these myself last night, and some interesting um, – Interesting views in here as this is the app store reviews. Now, as you can see, there's a lot of a whole bunch of five star reviews and a whole bunch of one star reviews. So it seems like people either love it or they hate it. So let's have a look here. Let's let's just check on the first one. I like the title of this Bigfoot exists, but if somebody could save my voice and read it out for me, that would be awesome. Jesus, you got this one. Jesus Christ. All right. This is a quite, this is a quite a fun game and you can earn money. However, it's not straightforward to cash out. This is true. You have to sell your NFTs for USD and that's not as easy as you may think. That's true. You have to be a certain rank to be able to sell for USD after a certain number of days. You have to be KYC'd and the higher up rank you go, the easier it is for you to sell your assets for cash. If you'd rather grow your net worth in the game, which is probably a good strategy, but not financial advice, you can start to earn 20 to 30, $50 a month, just earnings revenue and just earnings revenue. If you are wise with your collections and minting, mm. 
It's even possible to benefit from buying under mint in USD. That's very true. To boost your returns, as cities open, new property NFTs are available and desirable. The next city release is tied to FIFA World Cup Soccer. This is a fantastic partnership, and I'm excited to see where that goes. Collaborating with groups of players to build community enterprises is also a fun strategy to boost value of one's assets and potentially sell for a profit in the future. Post development. New racing mechanics and community voting. There's many cool features to this evolving game. It is actually going to emerge as a Web3 e-commerce market space. Wait, is it actually going to emerge as a Web3 e-commerce market space? Overall, it's fun, but can be frustrating. That's true. It can be time-consuming without discipline. Very true. Treasure hunting is big, but new mini-games are coming. Oh, this is a very good uh, review. Round like of applause it. for both cheese and Bigfoot exists. Well done. Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs> that is a pretty fantastic summarization yeah. overview. Yeah. But that was only a four-star review. Look at that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yes, that's a great one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. This would got this would have gotten me extremely excited. All right. Yeah. Where do you want to go to next? Do you want to look at another five-star? Are we going to dive into the dirt? Um, the next five star is pretty smart. The learning curve, the, it, like telling people there is a learning curve with it will right. just mo- kind of motivate them to do more research. There is a learning curve in the game. Duh. Even with the tutorial at the beginning, I was a little stumped on what to do. It so took me a few months to finally figure it out. True. Now that I have been playing for a while, I still don't have it all down pack, but it has definitely become a lot more fun. I wish there was a way to message other users about possibly selling their land or what they would charge if they did besides just make an offer. Well, there is now. You can do it with in-game chat. For instance, there is one plot of land in Queens that is actually my grandmother's old house. Aw. And I would love to be able to buy that for a keepsake just because it was her house. But it's not a guarantee that if you send an offer, that person is even on anymore or that they will respond to it. Besides that, the game is definitely a fun game. Still trying to get the hang of everything there is to do in the game by traveling. It's still a little perplexing and doesn't always work, LOL. <laughs> but I can say that I am having fun. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Yeah, and this um, there's no way to filter these by the date. So that was the 22nd of September, 2022. So I love that well-placed LOL there at the end. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's not always work, LOL. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's. that's all puppies and rainbows. Let's dive into some dirt. Yeah. Where you want to go? There's lots here. Any, mini, money, mo. Uh, uh, the the money one, which you got to spend money. I mean, you can't get nothing for free, buddy. Rubra. Um, which one's that? Rubra. Rubra. Oh, Rubra. Does anybody, <laughs> anybody want to give cheese a break and take it away? Zoe, take it away if you can read it. Okay. Uh, give me a moment. Actively tries to make you spend money. I made an account on here about nine months ago to see if it was possible to become a full member without spending money. They provide you with about 5,000 UPEX, uh, UPX, the fake currency, so you can buy a property to win with, uh, to begin with. The main goal, in the beginning at least, is to try and have a net worth of 10,000 
so you can be a full member. The core way to get money is to convince people to stop by your property where you can earn a whopping five UPX per visit. The issue is unless you're actively engaging with the community, you'll only get about three UPX per property per week. The main issue is that the closer you are to becoming a visitor without giving the developers money, the harder they make it for you. They provide daily login bonuses until you have about 7,000 UPEX. Then they cut you off without any warning or explanation. The other obstacle they throw at you is the visa weekly login requirement. Yep. If you visitor, don't log in. Visitor. Yeah. Oh, visitor. All right. If you don't log in every week as a temporary visitor, your account and properties get deleted. The game kindly provides you with a weekly notification when your uh, visa is about to expire. So I was thinking the card, mm. <laughs> not the, the passport. Yes. Okay. Of course, they stop warning you as soon as you get 8,000 UPX. Overall, not an enjoyable experience, but I'm thankful I didn't spend any money on this game. Jesus, shaking her head furiously. I'm thankful he didn't either because he's not the kind of person I want in Upland playing the game. Like, if you think you're going to make money by not putting any money in, then I have a bridge to sell you. Yes. Not that you buy it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This is a free-to-play game. What they've outlined here is some pretty stock standard free-to-play tactics. Free-to-play games want you, they push you to make at least one in-app purchase. Once they've got that one in-app purchase, they thank you very much. See you later. Most free-to-play games, not Uplands, not like that, of course. Yeah, interesting. Now, this has a developer response on it. Ooh. You want to take that away, Chief? So this is up. someone from right. Upland has replied. When you first join our metaverse, you are considered a visitor. As a visitor, you must renew your Upland Path visa to let us know you are still with us, like with real life travel. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> so, <laughs> so be sure to log into the app at least once every seven days to prevent your account from being closed. But don't worry. Once you reach Uplander status, that's when you reach 10,000 Upix, you will no longer have to update your Upland visa. As a new user, you get your daily bonus during the first 21 days. This period is divided into three streaks of seven days each. If you log into the game every 24 hours without breaking this interval, meaning not earlier, you will receive your daily bonus, which increases every day. If you break the seven-day login streak, your daily bonus will not increase daily, and its amount will be decreased to the one you received your very first day. The day's limit remains the same, 20 minus 21 days, or 21 days. If you become an uplander and break the rule mentioned above, you will be able to finish the current streak, but won't be able to start a new, meaning the 21-day period, may be shortened for some users. Please email us at blah, 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 blah. That's all pretty stock stand. Good on you. I don't know. That seems very fair. I was expecting yeah. some scathing. Maybe there's an updated one. These are all pretty old. 2020, yeah. 2021. I like the wink. Oh, here we go. Look, great idea. To absolute. Oh, that's 2020. <laughs> that's when you started, Ben. <laughs> is that you? You yeti. <laughs> that is early. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which way that is. Yeah, that's 
fourth of when's that? July. That's July fourth. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see what that. Fourth of July. What, let's see what people were bitching about on the fourth of July. Great idea. Absolutely. Bye, Cameron. That's my wife's You'll... birthday. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> the overall idea behind this game is a great one. You get enough UPX, the currency in a game, to buy one property, which is nice. But the rest of the time, you are waiting around for hours just to get a percentage of a single UPEX on your dividends. Especially well, back you... then. Back then, it was easier to make money than now. Yeah, but there was no visitors. Nobody was hardly visiting anybody's properties. True. Um. While each property costs at least 2,500 UPEX. 2,500 UPEX. You wish nowadays. Yeah, yeah. you wish nowadays. Exactly. <laughs> Playing this game without paying to buy more UPEX is literally impossible unless you want to sit around for months, possibly even a year, to get enough for just one more property. And then you're back in the same boat, just getting a small percentage of the two properties you own. Yeah. Absolutely terrible execution from the game's player game player's point of view. From your point of view, not from yeah. everyone's, uh, but great execution on the game maker's point of view because they know there are suckers out there willing to pay over and over again just to get in the leaderboards. Definitely not worth your time unless you have actual money to blow in real life and don't waste, don't want to waste it on a game that you get no satisfaction in except for being the best in a game where it's impossible for everyone else to have a chance at even being decent. I like being the best. Maybe that's why I play Upland. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird, isn't it? Um, <laughs> not worth your time unless you have actual money to blow in real life and waste on a game. Isn't that what games are? Exactly. And I don't understand this. I don't want to give anything to the developers. It's like the developers are working hard to give you uh, – the magic giving you the fun like why don't you want to support them that's the free-to-play players attitude that's why i hate free-to-play games i wish they'd just make it five bucks pay five bucks and you get in it just gets rid of all of these dunderheads yeah you'd think that there'd be more gratitude um when gaming started originally you'd have to spend 50 to $100, $150 in order to get access to the game itself. Yep. Now we get that access for free, and if we want some of the perks inside the game, that's what we're paying for. Yep. So, like, gaming technology has come a long way. I have a feeling that a lot of the people who are whinging weren't original gamers to mm. begin with. They're noobs, oh. Zoe. They're noobs. They're free-to-play <laughs> noobs. <laughs> yes, they no, didn't that's have to absolutely, do it. I agree with that. That, that. We're not gamers. I'm not a gamer. And um, yeah, so it's different, I think. Yeah, yeah. It is different. Yeah, well, they, they probably didn't come from like, if I wanted to play games back in the day, I had to do my paper run, get up at God knows what, 4 a.m. or something, ride my little push bike around, throw on papers, and then I'd scrimp and save for the entire year, get some birthday money. And then and only then would I be able to buy a Sega Master System or something like that. And then, of course, it's another year before you can buy any decent games on it. So, yeah, it's, the world has completely changed from that. From back in my day. Premium games just destroyed the whole gaming economy. That's my thing. And in other premium games where you don't even get to keep a digital asset, it was the dumbest thing ever. I spent way too much money on things I never got to keep anything for. So, yes. yeah. Was that an old AOL uh, login right there? It <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> uh, I just want to read what uh, Elijah just put in chat. 
Upland has never been a game to ooh, Upland has oh, never been sorry. a game to me. It's a digital parallel reality. This is my digital startup company, and I totally freaking agree with him. I'd right. like to add a couple yeah. things. Go for it. All right. So I kind of disagree with the you can't make money unless you put money in type of concept. I mean, it's not as easy as it was, but still all it takes, like when I started, I got a um, double collection property from a man in Brooklyn that I sold for uh, a mill up it. I actually sold you one. I sold one for you too for a mill up it. Um, but, uh, and then also I got a train station that I ended up selling for 3K USD. Uh, I mean, before I put any money in, I almost made about five grand USD. You, you got lucky. And that's a right. thing. But, but I'm saying, but you also, I mean, but with the, uh, with the minting and a new collection agent, I mean, new, uh, cities, I mean, you, I mean, there's a part of luck with the, uh, um, with the uh, Genesis release of cities, but if you do your homework and you do your research and you make, you know, uh, educated, uh, you know, guesses and strategies and attempts at what's going to be um, a valuable property, you can really do pretty good with, you know, even FSA. I mean, what I got was an FSA in, in Dumbo, but, yep. uh, um, I mean, there's so many different ways you can really earn money without putting any money in. And, and I know there's, you know, it's not as quick, you know, but uh, but you yeah. definitely can do it. And uh, go ahead. I guess it depends on your goals. How fast do you want to get to where you want to go? If yeah. you right. have time, then, yeah, sure, you could play the free route. Nubex has well, done it. Uh, Bakio has done it. He has since put money in because he sees the uh the like he sees the light like at the end of the tunnel. He knows what he wants to do now. Um, right. It depends on your game strategy. Some people like to play it slow, see if this is the right game for them. Other people know exactly what they want right away, um, and they want to see it come to fruition faster like yes. i know i did play it slow in the beginning but then once i found san francisco and san francisco cisco was uh very empty at the time i was able to mint i was like you know what i'm gonna put 50 50 in and then once i was able to double triple that then i started thinking all right I'm going to put a lot more in here. Um, and that was my strategy. Everybody has a different strategy. Uh, but if you want to get to where you want to go and you have an image in your head that you want to see come to life sooner than, than later, then you're going to want to put money in. Right. Um, but I also want to add, you know, kind of different perspectives of, you know, like whenever I started, I didn't have any money to put in. So that was the only way I could earn is through putting in the time. You know, I definitely, you, you put in that's the time the if you don't have the money, you know. That's the key. That That's the missing piece of the puzzle, the time and the effort. Um, CJ and I go way back, if you're not aware. Um, CJ worked for me as my, one of my FSA agents in, was it Brooklyn? Way back in Brooklyn. And he Brooklyn hustled and his ass off. Yeah. yeah, he's hustling like a fiend. He came into the game like with the right attitude, like what can I do? How can I help? You know, that sort of thing. So that's a missing right. piece of the puzzle. People think they're just going to come in with free to play game. And 
be able to cash out, you know, hundred bucks a week. Uh, that only helps. Right. But I, 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 I want to just add a perspective that you know, uh, in third world countries or, or uh, you know, yes, more poorer countries, you know, who have that kind of hustle. I don't want them to be discouraged. From, oh, they're not. They're they're right, hustlers. Right, right, they're right. hustlers. But, you know, they are hustlers, of course. You know, but also, you know, in some of these countries, a dollar is anywhere from four hundred twelve of their dollars to thirty six of their dollars. You know, it's yep. like it's all about perspective, and and uh, so there's definitely money to be made without even putting any in. But you definitely got to put the time in. You know, but I I mean, once I saw the money that could be made, though, I started like I remember I had like. Five thousand dollars in crypto uh, saved up, and I wish I would have put it in Upland back in the day. Whenever I put it into other cryptos, because uh, well, there you the, go. Uh, you yep. just you know. proved my point. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, CJ. And also, I want to say, uh, C Prado, she is she's new. She's from Brazil. She puts herself out there people know her she wins contests she knows it's not the same game you guys played back in 2020 it's yeah. not the same game not- i played back in 2021 you yeah. can't get a property for 2500 dollars anymore if you're fsa it's just not going to happen Twenty-five thousand um, upics not 25 yeah, Twenty-five thousand yeah. upics sorry um no, 2500 upics sorry yeah you you have to put you twenty five hundred is twenty two thousand five hundred. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to put yourself out there. You have to make yourself known. There's so many different contests you could put yourself into. C Prado won a Bronxdale property. Yes. A Bronxdale property. Well, it, it actually she won something different, but I gave it to her because she's awesome and I love her. Um, but yeah, like she she she's amazing. Yes, and we'll just I'm go back right. to BC. BC, I know you had a point you wanted to Sorry, make. Sorry, BC. CJ. Oh, I was just going to say I agree with crypto. There's people that hustle hard and grind, and and you can be successful without putting money in. We all know those people that are, like, blown up, and they maybe they put a few hundred dollars in, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's possible. So, yeah. Wait, possible. but you just said they put a few hundred dollars in. Compared to people that put no, but it doesn't matter. It's money. A few hundred dollars is money you're putting in. Yeah, Yeah, there's other people like um. So thank you for agreeing with me. Uh, Yeah. Well, also, look, if you you don't even have to put money in, but you you know, there's this this great group called uh, Udu and stuff like that, and they have prizes all the time, almost every show, every week. You know, they have a you win one right now. Yeah. Right. Right. You know. And, uh, I mean, if you get involved with the communities and, and all sorts of things, like you were saying, put yourself out there. There's so many different ways, even outside of your individual efforts inside the game, if you just interact with the community, exactly. where you can really earn. Thank you for agreeing with me, CJ. Yeah, well, we, yeah. we got to the point where we were frustrated that we couldn't give away stuff. That's how stupid it was. We, we literally couldn't give away stuff. That's Kind of in chat has just said he just won 10,000 Upix from the Hyde Park weekly UFC pick. So, yeah, there you go. There's no shortage of ways. At the end of the day, this is a social game. That's completely what it originated from. And I think that the more you are socially reaching out to people, the more chances you're going to have to want to up yourself, let alone if that's not with putting money in. Um, 
The other aspect that I wanted to add to that, too, is I think that this game is set in levels. So whatever financial level you're at, there's going to be something for you to do in the game. I just saw some BEs listed at about 4K. And uh, there's a lot to do no matter what your bank is sitting at. So I think that's the way they're trying to structure this so that no matter where you are, you can have fun, you know. What about the fact that how many other games can you even pull a dollar out of? Like how many games have you put? Five, ten, twenty dollars into, and you will never ever see a penny of that money back. One hundred percent happy. One hundred percent. The other aspect that I forgot to add to is, I am so guilty of this myself. But what other projects do they just constantly, you know, nine times a week have an updater saying something that's going to happen? And as many times as they've fallen short, they've hit in the mark more. So, yeah, yeah, but like as the ten times they they do something really amazing, it's only the two times that they mess up that really get talked about. That we remember, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> like I can't wait for for Genesis Week because like every week is something really amazing, and I know they're gonna they're gonna do something even more spectacular. So. Yeah, and on top of that, this year they're even releasing things before Genesis. Genesis yeah, week. I know that just makes me like, like I can't wait even more. It's like, what are you guys sitting on when you're able to throw some scraps out there for us? <laughs> they're gonna give us. They're gonna give us all twenty percent dividends. Non financial <laughs> advice. This is just a joke. This is not what's gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was just a little insight into some of the reviews, um, that, and that was just the <laughs> Apple ones. If you go over to the um, Google Play, there's a bunch there too. It's I think it's worth checking those out every now and then because it does give you the vibe of what's going on. Um, all right. And thanks for jumping in there, Poopette. This, this is really awesome because I can see the group in here. Like you said, it's a community, and I can hear all the excitement and the energy. And like as before, we're like sitting around, like waiting for stuff, you know, like, and you got a report. <laughs> but yeah. now we're all, everybody's pumped, and it's great to see this. Thank you. Well, let, let's be honest. We're just absolute maniacs. For for us, <laughs> random people on the internet, some of us like Zoe and myself getting up at 4 a.m. or whatever it is. Oh, we're not your regular, you know, players. We're, we're the, the most fanatical that there is. So not everyone is as mad as we are. Yeah, but if this room's pumped, man, things are going good. <laughs> I need to that that smiling face from CJ makes me so happy. <laughs> That's like the perfect profile pic. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, in wrapping up, I guess um, we said we we're going to give away some stuff. Should we do that? Please, sure. You'll have to do some active dictation for me again, please. You got it, man. Who we got in the chat each? Who's in today? Right, Sorry, Bill, I forgot to type it up for you. Do you want oh, me you to type it up? Oh, oh, that's yeah. all right. We can do it live. Jazz, Take it you away, Jazz. Tell it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we got in here? Step on the Just yell them out, Jazz, and I'll just type them in. Sorry, I'm on mute. I've been yelling, but nobody can hear me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MC, Zoe, Brian, C32, Dak. Eric, Finsky, Happy, Finder, <laughs> Leban, Mari. Sorry, Mari. Maui Mar isn't. Uh, Maui. Maui. Yep. Michael, 
Musida, Elijah, Paul M. That's puppet. Rob. Yep. Rob. Shaq. Shaq. Simone. Yep. <laughs> Thurnus yep. Four. Crypto. Okay. Yep. Me. Wait, who'd you say? You. Me. Jazz. Yep. MC. Did you get MC? Yep. She's at the top. Yep. <laughs> Everybody in? Speak now, forever hold your peace, or whatever you say. Yep. All right, let's see who's going to win. Do, 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 do. That's Mick. <laughs> I believe that's Michael Tan, is it? Is that Mick? Mick. Michael. Michael Tan. Mick. Yeah. All right, let's see what he's going to win. Da, 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 da. Hopefully it's not another Halloween sign. I'm getting sick of giving those away. Hey! Oh, yes! Look at that. A nice, fancy garden swing. Oh, I love the garden swing. Swing! Like, 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 like Wayne's World. Swing! Swing. Yes. Swing. That was Michael Tan, wasn't it? Was it Michael Tan? I don't want to give it to Oh, I thought it was a different name. Uh, Michael Kohler. 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 It's one of those ones I always mix it up on the back. He's cooler. Yeah, I've I've got DMs. He's the cooler, Michael. And he wins a whole bunch of shit. So just because he gets involved. <laughs> so yeah, he does. Good on you. All right, cheese. So and everybody else, thanks for jumping in. I don't have much of anything to add other than stay active, keep those dividends coming in. Yeah, it's, uh, stay safe. Love you guys. Uh, <laughs> Stay fresh, all you cheesy bags. Oh, where's the button? <laughs> Where it is? Yeah, stay fresh. for some of that quality outdoor decor. But you got no freaking idea where to go? Oh, come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do ya? Just delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Get yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? 
Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We've got saunas to fire you up and ice baths to chew you the fudge out. Literally stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we can probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Liggety Split and gorge yourself on outdoor decor.